The Joy FM Sports presents The Sweet Spot with Corey Bradley. Welcome to The Sweet Spot, sponsored by Pinch a Penny Pool, Patio, and Spa. I'm your host, Corey Bradley, and today I'm joined by Robert Gray. He's the lead video for Turner Sports. Uh, he resides in Dothan, Alabama. But he travels all over the country covering the NBA, MLB, college football, NFL. I mean, you name it, this guy's everywhere. Uh, and currently he's down there in the NBA bubble in Orlando. So, Robert, man, how are you doing, man? I'm doing well. It's good to be speaking with you. You too, man. Uh, it's been a while. And, you know, anytime I see your family, I, I ask about you. And, you know, when uh, Atlanta, your wife Atlanta told me you were down there in Orlando, I was like, man, I need to touch base with Robert and, and see what's going on, man. So I'm glad that you had the time to – just stop, you know, stop through and kind of share what's been going on with you, man. But uh, as far as your position with lead video for Turner, uh, talk about that position, exactly what that that job entails. Uh, well, you know, we've been here for two and a half weeks. We arrived July 9th, and uh, we start setting up equipment. So my team's responsible for uh, wiring the, the production trucks that are parked in our broadcast compound. Uh to the arenas in order to uh, facilitate the transmission of all the camera equipment and monitoring equipment and uh, and such in the arenas. So, you know, we have, uh, as Turner, we have three different productions that are going on. There's there's three arenas uh, that are that are live down here. We have three different productions, one for each arena. And there's a, uh, like a sister production, ESPN's here as well. And uh, for each arena, ESPN has a production. So... You know, there's 45. I think there's 45 cameras in the two main arenas. There's uh, there's 20 something in the in the third one, the smallest arena. Uh, but we have been, you know, working diligently to, uh, you know, provide fans with some some sports. There hasn't been much around in a while. Yeah, it's been different. Uh, you know, in a, way, in a weird way, I kind of got used to not having sports. You know, and it kind of became the norm for a little bit. I mean, that doesn't mean I wasn't reading about it because I was still reading ESPN or CBS Sports or whatever. Uh, you know, I was just reading for that time. But I kind of got used to not expecting to see anything on television. But like you said, people are hungry all over the country for some sports of any kind. So to have MLB resume, the NBA are uh, preparing for their restart uh, you know, I think a lot of people are super excited to get back to having some sports on television because, you know, that's what uh, that's what we know. You know, that's what we know here in the United States and man, all over the world has just been affected by what's been going on. Um, you know, you're talking about being in the NBA bubble in Orlando. I mean, we read about it. We hear about it. You know, what's it really like from a firsthand perspective? I mean, what's it really like uh, for you and your experience? Um, it's, it's a challenge. It's, it's new and different. Now there's, there's two separate bubbles down here. There's, there's, they call a green zone bubble and the yellow zone bubble. Now I'm in the yellow bubble, which is a little bit less strict. Um, we had to, when, when we arrived, we tested and then quarantined for, for two days and, and we get tested twice a week. Uh, we're living in a hotel. The NBA's rented out, uh, a very nice hotel, a uh, short distance from, uh, from the site. But we can't leave. Um, we're here at the hotel. We're, we're able to have food delivered, uh, provided that we meet somebody outside. Uh, you know, of course, everyone's wearing masks all the time, um, which presents its own set of challenges in the in the Florida heat. 
I thought Alabama was hot, but man, down here is even even <laughs> even warmer. And uh, you know, we're we're all we're all getting used to things. You know, people are. I'm looking out my window right now. This is my first day off since I've gotten here, and you know, it's it's there's not exactly a lot of recreational opportunities. You know, there's a swimming pool here, and I see people out walking around, and that's about it. Now, now the green zone folks, which are uh, the players and, and any broadcast personnel that are that are courtside, that are close enough to the players, uh, uh, they arrived. They weren't tested, uh, quarantined for a week, and they're tested every day. Uh, and they really can't leave the Disney campus. They're housed on the Disney campus. They they get on a bus in the morning to go to work. They get on a bus in the evening to go home. They we have no contact with them, uh, you know, other than on headset or telephone, um, it's different. Uh, but it seems to me that, you know, obviously the NBA is very serious about this. Uh, the broadcasters are very serious about it. You know, we're all anxious to get back to work and make this work. And uh, it seems like the best way to do it. I just read today that the Miami Marlins had 14 guys that tested positive, And I just don't see how you can have a baseball season like that when you're, you have a whole team that goes down. And you know uh, I'm a Marlins fan, dude. So uh, you know to start out two and one, taking the series from the Phillies, man. Uh, <laughs> you know, like when I read that, I was like, man, of course. You know, but I'm with you though. There's, there's, I don't get how you can have a baseball season. You know, uh, just because there, there's going to be positive cases, and then you have to, you know, quarantine, and you know the players who are, you know, in pro- close proximity to those ones who, uh, you know, resulted positive. I mean, like you said, 14 players from a baseball team when you're trying to, you know, get it back started as far as having sports. And, you know, we hoping for football. And, uh, you know, we'll think we'll touch on that a little bit later. But, yeah, I'm with you 100%. Man. I just don't know how they're going to get it done as far as having a full and, com- you know, completing this baseball season as they're just getting started from, you know, last weekend. Uh, you know, you you spoke on the testing that's involved uh what's it like man i mean how is it i haven't had the test so i'm not sure but just from you know having to be tested you know quite often throughout the week what is it like it's um it, it's looks first off it's something that you have to remember to do <laughs> you don't want to miss your testing window because then you, you you'll be sidelined you'll they'll bench you until you're until you get tested um uh, it's you know it's it's not that invasive. It's a nasal swab. Most people have had it done at the at the doctor at some point for for a flu test or something like that. Um, you know, again, it's 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 sort of the same as wearing masks and the same as you know the the social distancing that's been put in place as far as our day to day work operations. You know, it's not something that anybody would like to do, but if it means getting back to work after after four months of uh, of uh, sabbatical, I like to call it. Um, you know, we're we're willing to do it, and if you're not willing to do it, then then you go home. That's all. I mean, nobody's making you do it. It's uh, it's a choice like any other. And uh, if, if you want to work, uh, this is what this is what is required at this point. Now, Robert, taking you back to Wednesday, March 11th, when the Thunder and Jazz game was canceled due to Rudy Gobert testing positive. Uh, where were you when you found out, and what was it like for the league at the exact moment? 
uh, I was in Los Angeles. Um, I had I had worked a, uh, a a Warriors game up in San Francisco the night before, and uh, flown down to L.A. to set up down there uh, for a, for a Thursday night Turner game. And uh, so we had set at Staples Center, and I had gone back to the hotel. And uh, you know that's when all that news started to break, and immediately got an email from the from the Turner Sports folks back in Atlanta saying, "Hey, listen, this is all in flux. Just be prepared to maybe get on a plane and go home tomorrow." Um, and it was funny because I, you know, like I said, I had been in San Francisco and I had, I had flown from. SFO down to, to LA. I actually flew into Burbank on a, a, a sort of commuter flight. There were eight people on the flight. SFO mm. was, there was nobody in sight it, it, on a, on a Wednesday morning at 9am. There was nobody there. Uh, of course, no line at TSA. There were eight people on the flight and uh, you know, we, we, the games were canceled, and the NBA announced that you know I don't I don't I think the the official announcement that they were ceasing operations for a while maybe came the next day, but we all kind of saw the writing on the wall. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it was amazing. LAX going to LAX that next morning, that Thursday morning, uh, everybody and their brother who travels for a living was being sent home, was being grounded at that point. I hadn't seen planes that full in a long time. Golly, man. Yeah, I can't imagine. Uh, like I said, we, you know, we see the news. And, and I remember when I, it was like it was yesterday, just reading it on ESPN that the Thunder Jazz game was canceled. I had no idea what was going on. Why was it postponed? Uh, but like you said, you, after a little bit, you started to see the writing on the wall and you knew exactly what uh, what were the events to follow. Um, and, you you know, talk about having a sabbatical as you called it, a four-month sabbatical. I know your wife, Atlanta, your daughter, Meg, and your sons, James and Kale, enjoyed having you home. And uh, But for you, a person who's used to staying on the go, what was it like for you being stuck at home when you're constantly used to being on the road? I, I You know, I really enjoyed it. Uh, it it's, it's not often that you get afforded an opportunity to just take a break. And... Uh, you know, again, the whole thing, nobody wishes that this is around. Nobody wants us to be around. But, you know, I, I came home on, uh, I guess, March 12th. And, uh, you know, my kids are, are school age and my wife teaches at their school. Uh, they were, school was canceled the following, I guess, Sunday evening. They stopped going to school. So, you know, we got to spend a lot of quality time together. It was It was really nice. I mean, it would be a little bit nicer if we could go out to dinner and, you know, if little league kept going and, you know, we could have enjoyed Kale's baseball games and, and that sort of thing and school events. But, uh, boy, I really enjoyed being at home for four months, you know? Oh yeah. I can imagine, man. Uh, like you said, we, your lifestyle and your uh, profession, you're always on the go. You're going from one city to the next, uh, in a matter of days. So I, I know as a, it is a breath of fresh air to be home and spend time with the family, uh, and you know, I I saw James like a week or two ago, man. And dude is getting tall. <laughs> like uh, he is he definitely is. in the middle he of that is. growth spurt, man. I was like, is that James? You know, and I was just taken aback when I saw he in Atlanta, man. And so, uh, dude, uh, yeah, I was I was like, man, what are they feeding James? You know, <laughs> like what? I'm telling you, he's just taking off, man. He plays soccer, is right? Is that right? He he plays soccer, and he's uh, he's trying to go out for basketball this year. He's been he's been working hard to. To improve his basketball skills, and you know, I'm, I'm hoping that uh, 
I'm hoping that the coach at least sees what you see, sees what I see, which is, you know, you got a big kid that may not have all the skills yet, but he certainly has the size and, and the heart and uh, the work ethic. So I'm, I'm really hoping that he gets an opportunity because he's really been working hard, trying to get better. And uh, it's funny, you know, as a dad, you, you go out and you play ball with your kids and you can't help but coach a little bit. You know, my wife always tells me, don't coach him, don't coach him. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I, I played some basketball back in the day and, you know, I'm talking about like your shot and ball rotation and this and that. And I, I was speaking with him on the phone the other day. He's like, dad, I can really feel the, the ball coming off my fingers now. And then the ball rotation and I get it. I'm like, well, all right, man, I'm making progress and keep rebounding, keep growing. Man, I know that's, uh, know that warmed your heart to hear him uh, share how it's clicking and coming together for him. And, you know, you spoke on his size. And, you know, when it comes to heart, that's something you can't teach. And I'll always take a player who has heart. You know, I, I coached basketball this past winter, and I had one – I had a couple guys who, you know, gave it their all. But one in particular, uh, my guy Will, man, he never wanted to come out. He never said he was tired, even though you could see it. But he just gave it his all every – single second on the court, man. So um, I'm hoping as well that, you know, the coaching staff at HA definitely sees uh, what you see and what you've been teaching them. And, and like I said, you know, that's what coaching is about, seeing potential and working with that potential to get to, you know, the ultimate uh, product for sure. Pinch a Penny Pool, Patio, and Spa is a proud business ministry partner with the Joy FM. More than just a full-service pool and supply company, they offer backyard entertainment options like big green eggs, clear light infrared saunas, and patio furniture. Now locally owned and operated by Jason and Amy Sharp, Pinch a Penny Pool, Patio, and Spa, 1435 Westgate Parkway in Dothan. Phone 334-671-POOL. Hey, this is Johnny Robinson, former GW Long Rebel. You're listening to The Sweet Spot with Corey Bradley on the Joy FM Sports. I'm joined by Robert Gray, lead video for Turner Sports. Uh, Robert, man, talk about how did you get started in uh, television to begin with? I mean, where did that all come together for you? Uh, boy, I think I just sort of lucked into things. Um, I took communications classes in college and uh, you know, always they didn't really have t- a TV department or a broadcast department, but I always kind of tried to talk, uh, you know, my history professors into letting me make a documentary instead of writing a paper, um, things like that. And when I finished college, I just decided I, I grew up in Baltimore, Maryland, and I had spent some time kicking around, just just bumming around out west and doing a little bit of nothing. And uh, I came back east, and I just kind of thought, well, I, I'd like to get into television and how can I do that? And, you know, D.C. is just a short ride away. And, of course, there's lots of news down there. There's lots of production down there. And I just I just worked. I just called and, you know, found an internship and then got to know people and parlayed that into another job, into the next job. And I uh, ended up at NBC News in Washington for a good bit and learned a whole lot there. And 
eventually found my way to sports, mostly because they had the most toys, you know? Mm-hmm. They get, uh, that's where the money goes, right? People, people want to see, you know, super slow-mo replays. They want to see that, the, the angle that only a robotic unit can get. They, so, so that's sort of where the, where the budget goes as far as broadcasting is concerned. So, uh, I kind of, kind of was drawn to that and, you know, found my niche. Now, what's your mindset before a broadcast? I mean, what's going through your head as you're preparing? Well, you know, a lot of times you're just grateful to be there, uh, you know, in, in the sense that there's a lot of setup that's involved. There's a lot of planning that goes into things. There's a lot of setup time. Um, and, you know, by the time you get to tip off for first pitch or the puck drop or, or whatever it may be, um, you're just happy that you were able to accomplish the goal of setting up. And at that point, my job usually, unless something goes wrong, my job usually becomes a little bit easier. And if I've done everything and gotten everything set up and I'm ready to go, then I sit back and watch a game. The preparation aspect is, like you said, is where it all starts. Because if you miss one little thing, one little detail, that can unravel the entire product. So, uh, like you said, just getting the preparation intact, getting that taken care of, doing it the right way from every single detail you know, that, that's where it all starts for any broadcast, regardless of, you know, if it's sports or news or whatever it is. It's all about the preparation to get it done and get that accomplished product as a team and as a unit. Uh, but, you know, going back to your mindset before the broadcast, I can imagine there's a lot of adrenaline, you know, going through your body as you're preparing for any kind of game. Uh, do you ever get jitters or butterflies as you're getting ready? I don't, I don't think so. Um you know, there's. I've been doing this for for a long time. Uh, I'm 48 years old, so so it's been a while. But but yeah, I would say that I used to get a little bit nervous. Um, but you know, after a while, it's the same as anything else. You you, you know that repetition makes you comfortable. Uh, you know, and that's 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 with anything. You know, you usually want to. You don't go out and hire a doctor that you know just came out you well maybe you do but you you're probably looking for somebody with a a little bit of experience a little bit of worldly knowledge somebody who's seen that before because you know so that they can respond if something changes uh it's the same kind of thing i mean you know we've got a great team down here we've got a lot of experience um and we've all been working hard and 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 everybody's everybody's ready to go man everybody's really been geared up for just doing a great job and putting putting on a great product now, Robert, like I previously mentioned, you're constantly on the road, traveling from city to city, covering different games. What's the farthest you've gone to cover a sporting event? Um, I get well. I did the Olympics in Brazil in Rio a few years ago, so that's I've never done anything in Asia, so that's probably the farthest. It's like a 14-hour flight, something like that. How was that experience? I mean, working with the Olympics. How was that? Oh, it was great. I had a great time. Um, you know, I was covering uh, basketball, which is pretty much co- covering the NBA again. Um, but, uh, yeah, we had a great time. Uh, Rio was great. Our schedule was such so that we were able to get out and see the city and see the sites a little bit, which some people didn't have the opportunity to. There's there's some some venues, some sports at the Olympics that are, you know, working just about every day. Uh, we, we had the luxury of being able to, to get out and check things out a little bit and you know, it's the same. It's it's this this job is great. You know, you say, well, you tra- I travel around a lot and this and that. Well, 
you know, I travel around a lot, but I also work with people from all over the country. I, there's there's people that I work with that I won't see for a couple of years, and then we'll get together for something like the Olympics or something like this or something like the Super Bowl, and and it's it's just great fun, you know, to see your coworkers and to have a good time and, and work hard. Now, I know last year you worked with the NFL covering Monday Night Football, and years prior you did college football. Um, you're currently in the NBA bubble in Orlando. How does that affect the upcoming football season and your plans uh, for football if we do have one indeed? Well, uh, you know, frankly, I don't have football plans at this point. Last year I was assigned uh, with ESPN. I usually, for the last uh, 10, 10 or 12 years, I've worked with ESPN during football season, uh, primarily with college football until last year when I went to work on Monday Night Countdown show, which is the uh, the sort of pre and post and halftime game uh, on-site show that, that sort of wraps around their Monday Night Football package. Uh, they've decided, ESPN has decided, that that show will be produced from the studio this year uh, to avoid travel problems uh, to in order to have a smaller footprint on-site to try to keep people healthy. Um, and also, with, it's my understanding that the NFL has told uh, broadcasters that they can't have uh, sets or talent on the field, so that, that sort of hamstrung them. So, you know, I'm here for the NBA bubble. I'm scheduled to work in, through the, uh, the conference finals, which end the, September 27th, I think, if everything goes seven games and there's no move-ups. Uh, and after that, you know, we'll see what happens. Um, frankly, I really hope that just the NFL and, and college that they're able to pull it together and put together some sort of season. I think, uh, you know, um, I think we all hope that. Yeah, you're right about that. Like I mentioned before, like we're all hoping that we do have a football season of some sort. Uh, how and which manner they'll get it done, you know, remains to be seen. But like you said, we're all hoping that they can accomplish that goal and, you know, keep everyone safety. You know, safe is what we hope first and foremost. But uh, you know, especially with everything that's going on now, like sports is important. But you know, a person's health uh, succeeds that by you know by by a huge margin. I mean, we love sports, but you know, a person's life is a whole lot more important. Uh, now, Robert, you know, with having extensive experience in television production, if you could give words of encouragement, words of advice to a person who's seeking career opportunities in that type of field, uh, what are some things that you would tell them? Well, first and foremost, uh, don't shy away from hard work. Uh, as we talked about before, you know, the, the want to and the, the desire and the, the ability to, to get down and do what's needed are, are first and foremost. And, you know, a good education doesn't hurt either. It's a changing industry and there's a lot more, uh, computer technology and IP and, and such that, that wasn't around when I started. Uh, you know, we were barely scratching the surface of the Internet when, uh, when, I, when I started in the business. So, you know, get an education, learn as much as you can, find internships, talk to people in the business, uh, and work hard. Robert, man, I truly appreciate you stopping by the sweet spot, just taking the time to share your thoughts and your experiences and, you know, uh, what it's like being down there in the bubble and just – how you've been affected in your career, you know, since March, man. So I just truly appreciate you taking the time to, to share with us here on the sweet spot. 
Oh, I'm I'm glad to be be with you, Corey. And 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 listen, it's not all doom and gloom. We're having a, a good time out here. We're going to produce some good games, and hopefully, everybody gets to gets to enjoy some basketball again. And that was Robert Gray, lead video for the Turner Sports down there in Orlando, Florida, with the NBA bubble as they resume the regular season, inching closer towards the playoffs and trying to bring a conclusion to this abnormal season that we've had in the NBA. But we wish Robert nothing but success and first and foremost that he stays safe at all times. Hey, this is Rosie Robinson, former Wicksburg Panther. You're listening to The Sweet Spot with Corey Bradley on The Joy FM Sports. Welcome back to The Sweet Spot. And first of all, just thank you for Pinch a Penny Pool Patio and Spa for sponsoring The Sweet Spot. Uh, we truly appreciate all the support that you've given us for this show. Now, time for Triple C, Corey's closing comments. What I want to share with you today is this. Uh, I was in a store recently and I heard this lady complaining about a local restaurant and how the service wasn't great and she had to wait and she couldn't couldn't wait to get to Facebook to, to rant and, and share her thoughts and uh, I just want to encourage people don't take that route we all go through things and we have things we're upset about and you want to vent to somebody but don't let it be the internet the internet is forever whatever goes out there you can't get it back so don't be one of those people who has to vent and put everything and all your business on social media. Keep that in-house, uh, sleep on it, and talk to somebody in person, You know, especially somebody you really trust, uh, instead of just putting it out there for all the world to see. Uh, so just remember the internet is forever, and you know, don't post everything that you feel that's especially driven by pure emotions. And always remember, there's nothing better than being in the sweet spot. Stay in the sweet spot on the Joy FM Sports Facebook page. This has been a presentation of the Joy FM Sports. It's more than a game.